sounds like Nether's flat, bitch. <laughs> Natter splat. 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 So what are we starting with today? You have physics questions? No, I'm not, I don't have my physics questions yet. I thought that would be later when your brain is a bit more um, This is fatigued. like fatigued. Yeah. Yeah, the mornings I'm like bit, on it and you're a bit sharp. sharper. Yeah. In the mornings, so I figured ask you that when you're a bit more fatigued later, and then you'll do worse, and that would be more funny for me. <laughs> Thanks. To kind of walk you through some physics questions, something to look forward to. Now this is just a few questions about you. Oh. Okay. The greatest topic. I do like that topic. I know. I, I think I'm pretty some, interesting. Just some things for that I wanted to know. Okay. <laughs> What do you miss most about the USA? Mexican food. Just like instant, <laughs> instant answer. Yeah. So, like other than family, which is a given, like it's Mexican food. Everything right, else okay. I can kind of Okay, so family is just it. like a one that you don't use because it's too cliched and it should always be the correct answer, okay? Yeah, and my family Mexican, visits me, yeah, so. Mexican food came really quick. Just yeah. out of interest, if I asked you, what do you miss most about Mexico? <laughs> what would your answer be? <laughs> Cheap drugs. <laughs> right, so the answer for Mexico is cheap drugs. Yeah. And the answer for USA is Mexican food. Yes. <laughs> and the, this one isn't written down, but what's the thing you miss most about Canada? Oh, shucks, my friends. Soup. Soup, yeah, my my friends. That's why, yeah. like, I know a couple of people out there that I really adore. There's Damien Soup and uh-huh. a little dragon girl that I hold in high respect. Dragon girl. Yeah, she has pointed ears and a dragon tail. How to train your dragon. <laughs> nice. Well, that one's quite in the bag. <laughs> Go on then. For our European listeners, what is the difference <clears throat> between American Mexican food, Mexican Mexican food? And Mexican food in continental Europe. Um, okay, so it depends on where you are because here in Holland, there's not really any authentic Mexican food. However, in the Czech Republic, and that's why I love being there so much, is um, there's a ton of good Mexican food out there actually, uh-huh. and it's quite authentic. And the difference is, is like you have to order where you. Like, you have to order it from the land that it comes from. Like, why Chinese food always tastes like Chinese food is because they order the ingredients from China. Right. So it's kind of like the same with Mexican food because I've been in, like, different places, like, all over Europe, and I'll buy the, like, exact same ingredients, right. and I'll try to put them together, but it just doesn't taste the same. Like Because uh-huh. it doesn't come from Mexico. Yeah, that's like, it's really environmental, and that's the difference, I guess. Are you including tequila? When you say Mexican food. Good does tequila that, does doesn't that... make it out here often because, yeah, yeah I used yeah. to live right on the border of Mexico. and so like, you miss I tequila love, as well. I love me some tequila. So is, does that come under the bracket of Mexican food and drink? Oh. Food and drink. Mexican food and drink. Okay, but even alcohol I wouldn't even put under drink necessarily because I feel like drink would be something that nourishes you and alcohol is more of like a fun tequila substance. Tequila nourishes the soul. Yeah, okay, well, that's, <laughs> then that's something else. It's not all about physics. For someone so spiritual, why would you take <laughs> such a three-dimensional look at something? Well, anyway, I think you answered that one quite well. What was the What is the worst thing? about Europe. So this is kind of in comparison to America again, but what do, don't you like 
about maybe Europe that isn't the problem. In the United States of these Americas. It's it's it really varies upon the country because each country is so different from one another. It depends on the country that you're in and mm-hmm. the laws per mm-hmm. the country. Mm-hmm. So like in Holland they're super on top of their bureaucracy and paperwork and crap like that. And it's just exhausting mm-hmm. how well the system is run. But then in the Czech Republic, like it's a lot more flexible still. It's mm-hmm. more kind of like the U.S. and mm-hmm. you can... Maybe a bit more flexible, but still bureaucrat- bureaucratic. I would yeah, say. yeah, they yeah. do, but it's more flexible. It's more like the U.S. It's not mm-hmm. so tight knit. You have to update mm-hmm. things every quarterly, etc. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Germany and Holland are very much... No details, please, but have you ever bribed anybody? I don't hmm. want any specific details <laughs> of, what, of countries or officials. And have you ever, um, I don't know about important people, but for sure, like, I'm sure friends have bribed them to do things. Friends. I, think <laughs> I know I've bribed Megan Inky to do a couple things. I'm maybe. not sure that's bribing. <laughs> maybe just financial just... coercion. <laughs> just talking her into doing dumb shit with yeah, you. Yeah, I think that's a little different. Megan, if you feel victimized, you can always call me, <laughs> either just to talk about it or to chastise Proxy. Sometimes she needs putting in a place. She can't just use money. Whatever. Chad doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Chad. Okay, Chad. <laughs> Chad. Uh-huh. Next question from Chad. Um, <laughs> what was school like until ninth grade? I dropped out in ninth grade. Well, hence the question, what was school like <laughs> until ninth grade? Because you wouldn't know what school was Not like. Not good. I wasn't. I didn't excel in school, really, because I'm more of a hands-on learner. <laughs> and, good. like, I taught myself kind of every, like, the majority of the things that I know. So, yeah, I dropped out in ninth. I wasn't there for ninth grade. Mm-hmm. I was out of school a lot. I ditched with my friends. We'd mm-hmm. go to the mall. and. So you didn't particularly like school, even? Socially, mm-hmm. maybe? No. Uh-huh. So academically... Because, like, the same girl that I would ditch school with, like, we would eat lunch alone in the bathroom, in the girl's bathroom. We would eat in there because we didn't get along with everybody else. And I was in... Wow. And I was, like, kind of like a sore thumb as well where I lived. Like, I was in a predominantly, like, Mexican school and neighborhood as well. And, like, I got singled out a lot and picked on a lot. So... So you're the result of bullying. Yeah. This is what happens if you allow your... children to be then they then they learn on their own and they become they research strong things on their independent own. women who yeah. dream of ha- having telekinesis no no okay but like uh, <laughs> to defeat their enemies uh no it's just knowing about the ability and the connection that we have to tele- telekinesis mm-hmm. however mm-hmm. um i think bu- bullying's a important part of the curriculum like you should stop it when you see it and it shouldn't get as crazy as like movies per se make it like right. to the point to where kids are like being followed and think but i do right. think like bullying is moderately productive i think the word bullying is when it goes too far i think kids give each other stigma a lot of the time just as adults do you know some of the boys um when they're playing football will be told you know we don't want you to play and they they think if they're being victimized more often than not they're not following the rules of the game you know when boys get into playing football the rules are what count and if you can play productively within those parameters they won't kick you out even if they don't like the way you talk or you're a bit weird. You know, if you if you play the game, you play the game. And if you, you can't play with those parameters, you kind of get ostracized. And I wouldn't call that bullying. I think it's kind of... Initiation. It's kind of, yeah, it's like a, it's socialization and saying you play with the rules or you don't play at all. And the boys are very good at doing that. And then the girls are a lot more vicious. 
you know, they're a lot more bitchy earlier, I would say. Um, uh, it's a lot easier for girls to be a bit... They're already in their heads from a young yeah, age. Yeah, they're much more And, like, calculating and totally. judging and analyzing things. Like, I don't want to be her this. friend because she she has this kind of backpack. Right. This means something. And, and I now <laughs> must tarnish her name amongst all the girls, like, uh, with vicious rumor spreading. It's, it's very different to boys, I think. Yeah. Uh, but it's good to know that you were the victim and not the... See, but that's what we need to be teaching kids in school is, like, we need to be educating them on social skills. And that's one thing that if I was to install my new world regime, mm-hmm. that would be something I would definitely put into school is social skills. Dangerous. Is it up to the state to teach social skills? I mean, to some extent, uh, maybe. Yeah, because, like, in the Czech Republic, do those, like, parents not have, like a collaboration effort of minds to put together to teach the younger generation of Czech children, mm-hmm. you know, to follow in the footsteps of their parents. And like, this is, mm-hmm. this is what you do. If this is the career you're going to take, this is how you act. This is what you do when you fall in love. This is what you do when you experience these emotions. Mm-hmm. Here's a warning instead of like letting all these kids mm-hmm. come into these emotions on their own mm-hmm. and then needing to figure them out and being too afraid to ask about it. But if we had emotional, building classes or something like that in social mm-hmm. building classes in school, I think that would really benefit children. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it would be different per uh, place that you're in. But then like, that's how America is as well. We mm-hmm. like, uh, we mostly learn about us history or even state history mm-hmm. until a certain point. Like I only made it to ninth grade, but I didn't learn shit for shit about anything mm-hmm. sig- worldly significant. Mm-hmm. Like I learned about plenty of little wars within the U S but there's so much more about that. Where, how do we, get there and mm-hmm. beyond that so History. yeah social skills in schools would be such a wonderful thing to implement i think that's it it's it's but unfortunately most of the socialization process happens you know almost before you're two years old and certainly before you're four years old most of it happens before education begins the kids but are always agree. learning and growing i you would know? agree with you exactly it's something that happens a lot with outside it's not so much classroom taught but i would say part of my job was you know, honing that, watching their socialization skills grow. Like, I think like emotional discovery and explanation would go really far for some people and letting the kids know, like, mm-hmm. it's not the same for everybody, mm-hmm. but in general, mm-hmm. this is what's happening. If you want them to be a functioning member of society instead of just filling them with a bunch of information, but yeah. then you're not actually guiding them mm-hmm. emotionally. Like, how does this make you feel? Because that right. is such a significant factor in so many choices that right. people make on a day-to-day basis. But just to put it in context, sometimes you're telling children, don't eat that dirt. <laughs> you, know, you used a lot of big words there. <laughs> I think so, that's something else. Just, just so you know, sometimes Those the are like the common social skills. I'm talking about like the more complex, like yeah, emotional and like I said, just skills. to put it in scale, some of these children, you're telling them why they shouldn't eat dirt. Yes. So mm-hmm. maybe they would struggle a little bit with your class. I don't know. No, maybe but then, you, then you're getting like into the middle school. Yeah. Like, yeah, because yeah. that's when kids are hitting puberty. You wouldn't teach that until it was relevant. Exactly. And middle school, because is probably pretty rough, very self-conscious. I think. Exactly. Could you imagine if you yeah. had a teacher or a class to go to to help understand yeah. the feelings were, that you were experiencing? Because then if you were to like, if you were to know that like, hey, I'm not alone in these things. When your parents say, I know exactly how you're feeling. I know what you're going through. Uh-huh. We might fucking believe them yeah. and be able to not repeat patterns so yeah, much. Yeah, I agree. And, I was thinking about that. That's true. So, Like the fact that teenagers are incapable 
of believing that their parents might have some in, in, like inclination to understand what they've been through. Like, you know, I was a teenager, I was a child. Because you rebel against that idea so much because mm-hmm. you feel so individual and alone when you're mm-hmm. experiencing these emotions and mm-hmm. you can't fathom that other people right next to you are going through the exact mm-hmm. same thing that you the are. arrogance of teenage years, huh? Yeah. Like, and imagine if we were just to, like, help the youth. Like, that would help them develop as a human being and as a mm-hmm. functional member of society so much more if they were to find out, like, their way to, like, ways of fitting in and even not fitting in and that that's okay. And that all of these like different members of society create the society that we have that adds diversity, and then that adds different skill sets and different. Some people will lean be antisocial, and then and then they could do this or that or the other. And there's well, you're there's just a kind spot of doing in the, that. there's a spot in the world for everybody, and people should know that. You are doing that. You're talking about uh, getting teens to fit in, and you're teaching young teen girls how to fit it in. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> the next generation. Of like it's, it's girls. Just a... I am actually like I do try to be like educational, and that's one thing through being an agent is, like I when I was on the Xbiz panel, like we there was a bunch of different agents representing the European agencies, and the one thing that we like that everybody mm-hmm. agreed on was that you have to make a connection with the models that you work with at least on some level to understand them to know and help them with their career, like guiding their career, if they have that in mind or if they don't or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just individualism. You can be an individual and fit in all at the same time. And it's just knowing the differences of that. And you can be inclusive mm-hmm. and exclusive all at the same time, which but, is fine. But in summary, you feel like you were, you, you weren't exactly fitting in so much in school no definitely not definitely did you have a lot of negative feelings about it or were you just no i was just an outsider anyway like like even through the younger years of school like Mm -hmm. i was always uh because uh okay so learning development was an issue just because i didn't like yeah grasp the standardized way of learning necessarily and I've met friends with kids that were around my age when I was having those struggles and they're like yeah like is my like kid like are they slow or what's going on and I was like don't worry about it like I feel like I at least try to like without finishing school educate myself enough on my own like and I was able to do that in my own way. You just don't always learn the school way, so don't worry right. about it. Right. Everybody hits their strides at different times. Yeah, well, I think school should be teaching you kind of how to think and how to learn because you can't cram it all in, right? Yeah. Anyway, or despite all of that, did you have a favorite <laughs> subject while you were there? Did you have a favorite subject? Math and science. Yeah? I tried to start an astronomy club in school. You already got into those STEM fields, huh? Despite the stereotype. Yeah. Well, you just knew it was full of men, right? No, I just, I, like, my brain worked better with numbers than, like, letters, and then sciences are not a far shoot from, like, wanting to understand the world and being curious by things. Well, this is a great revelation. I don't want to play with dolls. I want to know why the fucking ground is moving and Uh doing this and that. Uh Uh-huh. Sinkholes. Was the answer sinkholes? No, no, different <laughs> things like bugs under the ground, uh-huh. sinkholes. Uh-huh. There's a million reasons Terrified why the why the ground would be. Yeah, you mentioned that. Don't want to know why the ground. I don't want to know. Ignorance is bliss mm. when it comes to sinkholes. <laughs> okay, so like the STEM subjects, that's pretty good because I want to ask you some of that later. Okay. So that's a good one. Um, I've got now what 
the next question was, uh, what would your favourite subject be now? And I guess it would be sort of science slash history slash... No, because any history that they're going to teach in school, I'm not interested in. Trad history. Be- because, yeah. okay, let me ask you, because you come from the UK, like, did you, when did you learn about the Sumerians in school and how much did you cover them? Um, well, yeah, okay, or did right. you, we or did, did you not learn talk about, about them? Sumerians, no. Not so, so yeah, like any history, like is you well, history is pretty big, right? Yeah, it depends on where your interests are. See, we went I wouldn't back to be ancient inter- Egypt. We, I remember specifically learning about ancient Egypt in, in primary okay, school and the Romans. Uh, I never learned First about World like War. ancient Egypt, like me, like I had heard about it in passing and Greece. We did, yeah. See, See, you guys have a richer culture out here, and it's so much closer, physically closer to you, so you can't not know about it. Yeah, we have just more of an interest in the world, which means we have more of an interest in history, I think. And, well, yeah. Well, it's because it's right next to you. It's walking on the streets next to you. It's part of the culture of being out here, the diversity of Europe in general, Mm -hmm. so. And we definitely still have the British Museum full of Egyptian artifacts, so we have to keep teaching that because we stole everything you know yeah you did <laughs> yeah we did I'll be honest we I don't I, I can speak in defense of the British Empire sometimes but that British Museum it's like ooh, ooh. but then, but again, then again where else would it no, go no 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 but I don't necessarily completely agree uh-huh. with that because it's not the British that are trying to alter history so that's true I think it's in safer hands with you guys than so, some of the places that it comes well, from. Well, especially at the time. Not you know? just Egypt per se, but then you guys also have, mm-hmm. um, what do they call them? The la- You have a Lamassu. I think mm-hmm. maybe even two Lamassus. From a uh, it's the It's a mythical character that's been in, like, portrayed through statues for a long time. Right. It's like a half lion, half person uh-huh. thing. And, like, or, like, they have a, the body of, like, either a horse or a lion and then, like, the top of, like, the head of a man. And like the Sphinx. Is that a Lamassu then? <laughs> kind of like the Sphinx, like um is that a, so the Sphinx is a Lamassu. I guess. I I read someone saying that they knocked the noses off the Sphinx um because the nose gave away its true ancestry. Yeah. And it had a big, you know, African black nose and they said that the British is it or African whoever, or is it Asian? Because well, those cultures that I can have similar. They, they were saying they, they showed that the Indians were clearly, uh, sorry, the Egyptians were clearly, you know, of African black descent, and then the noses were knocked off. I, I mean, that seems a bit of far fetched to me. The noses would be the first bits to fall off, you know, when they're thousands of years old. I guess. Hard to say though. These. Right. That's not you exactly guys also right. have uh, one of these that came from one of the countries in the Middle East, and they had destroyed their architecture since mm-hmm. then. And I, I do believe this is Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So, but you guys yeah. have some things like that I mean, that wouldn't be exist exactly. anymore in their original forms. So yeah. exactly the Islamic State. I they can went defend around. the. Yeah, you're right. That. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad we got onto that. <laughs> yeah, because they, when they were in Iraq, they destroyed uh, lots of uh, relics a lot and things. They of just things. they do not like history. Oh yeah, Iraq. That's where it was. It was in Iraq. Yeah. Totally destroyed, and I mean they've been doing that for a long time. You know, mm-hmm. extremists, Islamic extremists. So you're right. If you want stuff safe, give it to the Brits. <laughs> we'll put it in cold storage for you. <laughs> you know, once you get your shit together. 
ask for it back, we'll say no. <laughs> Try a second time, we'll say no. Third time, it's like parole. Maybe maybe you'll maybe. get it. Maybe, maybe you'll get, get something. <laughs> for good behavior. We haven't destroyed a relic in a hundred years. Can we have our <laughs> artifacts back? <laughs> maybe. Is there a thing that lots of people assume about you that's totally wrong? Hmm. Is there anything that, like, often people just assume? Well, I don't know, because I, like... Okay, that's a good question. I don't know, because I don't care about what people think, so I don't listen to them, right. like, anyway, so I wouldn't have... I think you're an asshole. ...caught it, like, that much. But I don't know mm-hmm. what people, like, wouldn't know about me. Like, I, I bet people don't, like... Okay, this I've gotten before. <clears throat> so I've had... um. I had two people in a week asked me this question and I got really upset about it. Um, they asked me if I had a good relationship with my family because of what I do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's really offensive. Like, but then I understood it. Like I had to like talk myself down a little. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I get it. Like, it's not, it's uh, offensive, but it, true. It, like I, uh, I, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, so. daddy issues is a thing. And I think any, any man who's been and also just that like it's a it's a shameful career and your parents would probably disown you from something like that which can happen for sure sure. but no no because i have such a good relationship with both of my parents and Mm -hmm. they both know and everything so i personally took it offensive so i guess if people think in stereotypes there's a bunch of things that people wouldn't know about me so if we were to go to typical stereotypes of 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 my profession in that sense then i bet like a lot of people don't know like that uh i yeah i might not be school taught but i'm life taught and i'm a moderately like reasonable and understandable and knowledgeable person and your thirst for knowledge is so great that I'd be scared you would just take too much of it in, you know, from the wrong sources. You know, like someone who's thirsty goes and drinks from the infected lake, you know? I have plotted on how to, like, take over the world before, so... That wasn't the issue I was getting at. I mean, I mean totalitarianism aside, you know, swiftly moving on, can you put too much decor in your home? Yes. Can. It can become cluttered very easily. Can you put too much gold decor in your Depends. <laughs> Depends. Gold is a nice thing. Uh-huh. Depends on what you got going on. Uh-huh. If what? you want to, make it work, baby. Uh-huh. I love gold. Have you ever had gold hair? Is it possible? I think that's just blonde. I don't know. The right spray. I could find... I could put spray paint in my What hair. is the next item in your home that you want gilded? Hmm. I need shelves, and I want to get cat shelves, like that, like the cats yeah. can, like, <laughs> and they have like clear bowls that they could sit in, and I'll be so happy to see my cat sit in a clear bowl hanging on a wall. Mm. So that when they just look like a little ball of fur, and like you see like their little paws through uh-huh, like the just plastic. The paws. Yeah, like, that uh... would look cute. Well, that leads me nicely on actually to my last question. Okay. What would your third cat be called? Mm, I, she yeah. already has two cats. So I I like I like made up names because I have Shwee and I have Snoosh, and 
I don't know. I'd probably have to go with something. I didn't uh-huh. necessarily genre, like then. like ma- matching names, but right. now these two are so close. You'd want to. Sh- yeah, I'd have to do something like that. Shagalag. Sh- 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 yeah, it would schwag. come. It would have to come to me schwam. when I met them. It's a Dutch word. I had a cat named Bot once. Bot. Was, yeah, I. Robot. Because I had a snush before. I'd snush and bot. And. Snush, bot. Yeah, and they were they were from her first litter. Shwee-wee. Yeah, she had two and a half kittens for her first litter. Shwee-wee is a thing that you women used to piss standing up. Oh, yeah, it? but that's not her name. No, it's slightly different. <laughs> yeah. That's a shwee. But I'm pretty sure someone painted that. Just so girls could be like, I'm, I have never met a girl who saw that or heard that idea and was like, awesome, I need one. Yeah. And I guess there are some women who really do have Freudian penis envy. Yeah. And the, and the idea of them pissing standing up is, is really super... Like, super there's there's circumstances where you could use it, but, like, to carry that around and then, like, what, are you going to walk that to the sink and clean it out and put it back in your purse? Or, like... It probably... It's like, probably how does... Like, what, what about, the, like, the rest of it? It's probably got a, a bag, maybe. Or... Well, actually, that, I think... I think... I don't know how I remember this, but I think the Shiwi designer or concept maker said something like the tool itself is actually just for beginners because the, the true Nirvana of, of Shiwi is that you use your fingers in a certain way that just angles your, what is it? Yeah, yeah. Franklin in the right area. You just pull it up. And you pull up and uh, and aim. And they said that the the actual contraption is superfluous. You there's a technique and that's true mastery. Because it drips, so. Because it drips, but I think that's a good note to finish on. Thank you for answering my (laughs) questions. If you made it through an entire episode of Natasplat, well done you. You can find more of us all over the internet and at natasplat.com. See you later.